ahead of schedule. What the hell? Don't be alarmed. Alarmed is an understatement. Who are you? <laughs> uh, looks like we did a good job in making you forget this place. Forget this place? So I have been here before. Why did you make me forget? I'm sure you have many questions. So, follow me. I will answer what I can. I always believed you'd find this place again, though this was much sooner than I anticipated. Just, who are you? Who am I? Well, for now you can call me the Curator. The Curator? Like a curator of a museum? This place doesn't give me the impression of a museum. It is my title. Perhaps you will learn my name in time, but for now you will address me as such. And no, this place is not a museum as you would define it. It isn't like your museums of Erda. We store, house, and collect knowledge. The only physical things here are in the arbor. The arbor? What's, what's that? We'll get to that later. For now, just follow me. There's much to show you. And keep your recorder on. <laughs> Don't give that look. Of course, I knew you were recording. You're repeating what you did last time you were here. Well, come on. What's your holdup? I have questions. I have so many questions. Like the doors, the symbols on them, Those and- Those questions are for later. I can answer them. Or Vaughn can for you. Vaughn? Ah, yes. They're quite fond of you when you were last here. Vaughn! You can stop hiding now. Thomas, it's good to see you again. Ooh, okay, I wasn't expecting that. Well, what were you expecting? Oh, uh, fair enough. I wasn't sure what you... what you were going to be. Human? Animal? Vegetable? Mineral? <sighs> something like that. Are you going to describe me? In your recording? You want me to? Well, it would be rude not to, don't you think? You described some of those doors. The least you could do is describe an AI appearing before you. <laughs> okay, I guess you're right. Um, well, Vaughn, you are small and like an orb of light. Like a basketball, at least in size. Yes, I very much appreciate you likening me to a basketball. Oh, sorry. I wasn't sure how else to describe you. Eli, please take him into the main chamber. Distract him with the hologram in there. I am done with being insulted for now. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it too much. Vaughn is always like this. Has always been like this since I met them. Anyway, follow me. Okay, what is all this? And what's this? I thought that might grab your attention. It's, well, it's a hologram. I'm sure you've already figured out Erda joins to four other worlds. Well, each of the worlds that Erda joins to connect to four others. Like a giant immeasurable grid. So why is the hologram spherical? That we cannot answer. It is just how the program is recorded to display the data. However, a logical assumption would be that every world, once all of its other worldly connections are discovered, which are the whole universe is connected together as some form of giant sphere knitted together. I mean, does that even make sense? That all the worlds are spaced out like a giant sphere? It is just how the program projects the world's connections. We're still deducing how exactly the rest of it works. Now, now this might interest you. Look here, look here. What am I looking at? It's just a pedestal with a hole in it. Correct. 
We use it to add more to our database. Anything placed in the pedestal is destroyed, analyzed, and added to our database. We have absolutely no idea how it figures some things out, but it's rather ingenious. Give it a try. With what exactly? Well, how about adding yourself to the database? Me? Yes, you. Do you want answers, or don't you? You only need something small, a piece of hair will suffice. Uh, okay. Okay, I just place it into the hole? Yes, simple. Sure thing. Here goes. Fascinating. Does Vaughn always change color when things are added to the database? Different colors, depending on how they gain the information. The pale pink color you see now is for whenever things are placed into the pedestal. Vaughn, read out what you have gleaned from that small piece of hair. Certainly. Name, Thomas Rowley. Son of Julian Peter. One sibling. Occupation, one scribe. 26 years of age. Eye color, blue. Blood type, B negative. Gender, male. Of law, no. Race, human. Species, least concern. So I'm not of law. I mean, it makes sense. Earth doesn't have magic after all. That's all the realm of make-believe. Curator, what does it mean when... Wait, are you okay? You look like you've seen a ghost. You're a world scribe? Can't believe it. I've only ever met two since I've been here. I'm long dead now, long dead. I never thought I'd see another for centuries to come. For centuries? Curator, how old are you? <sighs> Thomas, listen to me. Have you written about other worlds before? It is important that you tell me if you have or not. Well, yes. Before you found me and started talking to me, when I looked at the doors, I recognized one of them for sure. That's why I was so desperate to come here again, to prove to myself that I wasn't going mad, that the world I'd been writing about was real. Curator, are you okay? Which world was it? Let me see. It's that one. On the hologram, World 822. The one called Mycenria. Do, do you have your writing with you? Yeah, of course I have it with me. It's all backed up on Dropbox. On my phone and computer. Give me your phone. What? Why? I need to add everything you've written about on Mycenria into our records. I need your phone, Thomas. <laughs> I'm not just gonna let you throw my phone into the pedestal for your benefit. I'm not going to throw it into the pedestal. You appear to have already forgotten that there are other ways for us to extract data, Thomas. I am fundamentally a computer system. Give him your phone, please. Thank you. Okay, I just attached this up to my computer. Vaughn, whenever you're ready to copy the files. Uh, you'll find it on my phone in a folder called... Yes, thank you, Thomas. I can figure it out. Well, I was just trying to be helpful. Hey, Vaughn, don't mind. Like I said, they've always been like this. Just let them work. You see how they're a different color this time? Deep blue. It, it's beautiful. Show the information on screen. Sure. Fascinating. All of this, all of this new data, new people, new creatures, all of that which doesn't exist yet. What do you mean, it doesn't exist yet? 
your world, Scribe Thomas. You are given glimpses of another world within the Nexus scheme. It is your role to write about it so that others may learn about the other worlds, whether they are aware that what they are reading is the truth or not. Still, your purpose is to see the world of Mycenae in your own thoughts and dreams and bring its story to Earth. What did you name it in the series you're writing? I, I call it The Rector's Archives. Hmm. It's a good name. The Rector would be happy knowing you chose him for the name of the series. You mean you've met him? You've met the Rector? But he is... Yes, I know what he is. We have met from time to time during my long years here. But don't go searching for him in the system. He never consented to that. Though the notes you have on him will serve as good workaround on gaining data about him. You and I both know what he is. But it would be nice to have it recorded down. You mentioned there were others. Two others like me. Yes. Were they from Earth? No, they were from worlds you wouldn't know of. Worlds you will soon learn about. A world called Ditrin and another called Albrist. I want to know more about them and learn more about their worlds. Give him some time with me. I will try to show Thomas the answers to his questions. Go rest for a while. Certainly. Try not to be too long. And I mean that, the both of you. I know you like sharing for carried away quite a bit. Wait, you're happy to just leave me with this thing? How rude. <laughs> no. Okay, I think that's just about enough for the two of you. What do you think, Thomas? Are you satisfied? I mean, I'll be honest, I've only just begun. The more I ask, the more I want to know. Yes, I can understand that, but what I need to show you. Eli, thank goodness you're here. You're both in terrible danger. Ali, what do you mean? Everything here is perfectly fine. Who sent you here? Yogi did. If, if he, he says there's trouble, trouble, then there's trouble. We, we have, have to get you and the boy to safety now. Now, now, Ali, stop being such a worry. Everything here is fine. Yogan has got his times mixed up again. No doubt he's all about that incident from two weeks ago. Well, I suppose you might be right. Spirits is as cool as you're right. He's getting the time wrong. Ah, uh, hello? Who are you? Am I the boy you're referring to? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a little flustered. It's nice to see you here, Thomas. Ah, so you know me as well. Great. Ali, you said we. Who else are you on about? Just you and Yogan? No, actually, Yogan sent someone else to me. Well, I have to go and collect her. I think it's best if she explains. And who is that? You have got to be kidding me. Wait a minute, you know them? Yes. Actually, I do. Hello, Nidda. Hi. Do you believe this place is real now? The Next Escape is a part of Nexus Productions. Written and directed by Thomas Rowley and edited by Nidda Banu. Sound design is by Harry Cook. The intro and outro theme was created by ViperActive1, and you can find him over on Fiverr.com. The voice of Thomas was Thomas Rowley. The voice of the curator was Alexander Lindsay. The voice of Ali was Tashi Irvin. The voice of Von and Nidda was me, Nidda Banu. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The Next Escape. Please do be sure to check out our website on thenextescape.com and on Patreon at nexus underscore scape to find out ways in which you can support us and help us keep this story going. Thanks again. Keep searching.